Hey, what's up, what's up, it's your man Sam, host of Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Man, we have a special podcast for you today. Um, honestly, in this podcast, um, I did one earlier this year. I, I never in my wildest dreams that I think I'd be doing another one, especially this soon. It's another tribute podcast to my dad, the late, great James McClain, a.k.a. The mayor of Helicon, Alabama. Granted, it's fictional. He's not the actual mayor of Helicon, Alabama. He could be. We don't know. But the whole thing is, man, 2020 sucks. Let's just start there. And I know, unfortunately, I'm not alone in a lot of stuff. Uh, whether it be losing a loved one, being disenfranchised in a certain way, or just unable to deal with regular life. So, I understand that this is qualified as a comedy slash entertainment podcast. So, we're going to do what we had to do. I took some time off to deal with it because, quite honestly, if I don't feel like talking, something's up. So, I want to thank people for just rocking with me and being with me. But, as always, the show must go on. I'm here. Uh, social distancing, I guess, with my trusty partner, my man BK. Um, Tosh, jump in, and we got a bunch of people calling in with loving tributes um, to my dad, James McClain. And then on top of that, you know what? The best way to get through it, talk about it, which I lie, this podcast is, and a uh, good amount of dark humor. So let's do it. Let's uh let's get through this together. Sam Show Nation strong. Speaking of Sam Show Nation, you can always hit up the podcast at the home for everything related to the podcast at samshownation.com. Right there that's your home page and there's your ground zero for everything relating to the Just Talk with Sam podcast. Right there on the home page and current promotions page, there is a donate button via PayPal. Uh, we've been doing this, this has always been a crowdsourced podcast. Please go ahead and give whatever makes you feel like a good person. And keep the free funny free. We thank you for those who did it. And those who want to do it later. Hey, you guys, is all right there. Um, for the people who want a little bang for their buck. Quarantining it up. Doing their thing. Social distancing. You can always go to samshownation.com. You get the store link. And you can get your favorite. Just talking with Sam podcast swag. Whether that be t-shirts would that be hats would that be stickers whatever gets through your day to say hey this is a great podcast man i don't show it off i'm wearing um loungewear as it is this goes great with um jogging pants i guess so you can go ahead and grab whatever swag that you got while you social distancing at home um one thing i've been seeing people do is doing this thing is going to samshownation.com and hitting that podcast link by hitting the podcast you can catch up on all your favorite podcasts maybe you know you didn't have enough time to catch when they first aired but now that you have the time you went back and you listened to some again or maybe you want to hear about it again or maybe you just wanted to get through those um i understand that um mother's day is there um and you can always go back and listen to the Mother's Day spectaculars that we have with my mom, you know, I, know, I understand. 
So you can always go back and do those. They're all right there. So please check out all your latest and greatest there. Whether it be right there on the page or maybe you listen to your podcast a little differently. Whether that be on Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and the big dog, Apple Podcasts. Yes, right there. All my Apple people can subscribe, rate, and review the podcast right then and there. Tell people what you think. And um, honestly, it's the best way to push the podcast. If you want to show people you love, just say, hey, I really like this podcast. Five stars. Hey, I'm only doing this out of spite. I really don't like this podcast, but I'm trying to troll y'all. Five stars. It's all right there. And you can do it right there at apple podcast um we got a few sponsors before we jump into this podcast and the first sponsor is the good folks at omaha steaks yes i understand mother's day is mother's day is here it's here quit playing and if you anything like me you're cooking that night but we got you covered man we got you covered the best thing you could do is go to samshownation.com and hit that Omaha Stakes link on the current promotions page. Whether you are stocking up, you want to fill up that freezer because quarantine and got you out there ready to do something. Maybe you just like me for Mother's Day. You want to do something for the special mother in your life. You want to do it for your wife, your sister, whoever's a mother in your life. You can always do it that way. It's not too late. You can always go to samshownation.com. You hit that Omaha Stakes link. You can get whatever they want, whether it's not necessarily just steaks, whether it be steaks, whether it be chicken, whether it be roast, whether it be turkey, pork, lamb, veal, bison. You want to cook some bison. You want to show people that you know a thing or two about bison. You can do it that way. It's all right there. Only thing we actually do is go to samtronation.com. You click that link and you can go ahead and cook up some great meals. Oh, seafood. I forgot. Maybe you want you want to show it off a little bit. You can always get all of that right then and there. Um, the good folks at Omaha Steaks and fill up your freezer. Look, Memorial Day is not too far away. Maybe you want to get some jump in on some of the deals. They have a deal of the day page. Um, I don't know what you want to eat, but it's right there. If you go to samshownation.com, you click the current promotions link. You hit Omaha Steaks. You can catch some great deals. Um, great packages on basically whatever you would like to eat. Show the people that you're quarantined with that you care. You know a thing or two about a thing or three when you're putting some meat on that grill. So please go ahead, go to samtronation.com, click the Omaha Steaks link, fill up that freezer. Trust me, you probably use it. I'm I'm getting to that point now, and I gotta re up. So please go ahead, click the Omaha Steaks link, and um, cook a good meal for the people you love. The next sponsor is the good folks at Reebok. Reebok knows what it is. 365 days a year, 24-7. They got you covered. They want to give you the gift of grit. By giving the gift of grit, one of the things you can give the gift of grit is Mother's Day. It's here. Happy Mother's Day. And you can go to samshownation.com. You click that Mother's Day link and from now to the 11th of may put in the promo code mom at checkout and save 40 percent off whatever you get in your mom site-wide whatever's on the site you get it 40 percent off by putting mom site-wide so please do that 
but maybe you know you're not a mom maybe you just want to do stuff for you maybe you did too much for your mom and you want a little something for you starting the 12th that goes through the 20th of may put in the promo code refresh and you can start getting yourself something for the same 40 percent off it only works if you go through samchonation.com you click that reebok link and you give that gift of grit look out for your mom look out for yourself save yourself 40 percent off been the good folks at reebok.com and lastly certainly not leastly if you're looking for a gift for mom if you want to celebrate your dad if you want to just look out for yourself you want to get fit at home whatever you want to do go to samshownation.com you click that amazon link amazon has everything from a to z whatever it is you're doing whatever it is you got going on amazon got you covered in whatever you need who are we kidding one of the things about getting on the internet is that you have to go to amazon at least once and the only thing we actually do is click that man on the home page and current promotions page at samshownation.com click the amazon get whatever you need um i have been engulfed in prime lately whether it be the music whether it be the movies just to get my mind off the horrible existence that is 2020 and the good folks at Amazon have been helping me. So please go to samshownation.com. You click that Amazon link to get everything that you need from A to Z. So that's enough of me right now. Um, we're going to jump into this podcast. It's a celebration. It's weird. It's to some degree therapeutic, cathartic. We're going to get through it. I got some good friends with me. And um, got some good people calling in. Get your favorite drink, because this is going to be a long one. I love my dad. If you like me, celebrate my dad. Get his drink of choice. Jack Daniels and Budweiser. Let's chop it up. See you guys in about 90 seconds. This is Just Talk With Sam Podcast, y'all. Just Talk With Sam Podcast. Put your name on it. You don't talk about it. Be about it. I don't know this till like right now. Seriously. Joe, it's obvious. We, we never write this out. Alright, we back after a nice little hiatus. Um, obviously, let's just 
clear the air a little bit. This is what this podcast is going to be about. I don't have some people call in. We got to talk about my dad. Um, I made a hit us. Hold on. Before we jump into that, before we jump into that, I want to thank some good people. I want to thank my man BK. He's been rock solid throughout this whole thing. I mean, you got it, if you've been paying attention, we skipped the first week because of shit that went down on your side of the fence. And you can talk about it whenever you feel comfortable. Oh, talking about no, I'm talking about on your side of the fence. Nah, and then I got some terrible news. And um, goddamn, fuck 2020, man. It just it didn't start off the way we wanted it. Uh, shit, understatement of the goddamn year. Dude, and um, I lost my father, and it sucks. It wasn't corona related, but still, I lost my dad. Losing my dad is tough especially two months later after um losing my mom so i'm officially an orphan i'm super close to being batman than you are superman if you are continuing the continuity of this show oh it's gonna be a lot of goddamn dark humor in this show yeah, it, is. it is gonna be a lot of dark humor but nah i got my band straight so we gonna do what we do this is a comedy podcast it's gonna be some dark humor we laugh with it i did all my crime um and we're going to answer this phone as this podcast goes because some people want, you know, they got some James stories too from my dad, aka James McClain, the mayor of Helicon, Alabama, aka the only guest I could not get on this podcast. Oh, he dodged this podcast like the plague, didn't he? Not, not, <laughs> not even on Father's Day. Not just on Father's Day, just regular podcast. On Father's Day, oh, I come, but. No, we got them. If you go back in the archives, you they can count them here about the background. Nothing. Hey, Dad, want to talk about the podcast? What can I tell you about my life in an hour? That's a good point. But um, one of the coolest things is my dad always taught me lessons, and um, I guess him being taken from us taught us one last good lesson I don't carry for the rest of my life. And that is love your wife. I mean, yes, indeed, boy. This ain't y'all business, but like I said, he didn't die on no corona shit. But how he passed, he died of a broken heart. And quite honestly, I never thought I'd see that. I've always heard of it. Heard of it? That's he beat me. I've always heard of it. I didn't think that shit was real. Well, it it came real for me, real I quick. I didn't think it was real. I, I, I all this time, I actually kind of thought it was like a metaphor to mean. That the person's like very depressed or super lonely, and it could and be just go see about it. But I, but see, yeah, yeah, you're right. It could be, but I learned something about three weeks ago mm-hmm. that that shit can actually mean, in the most literal term, exactly, exactly what it is. It said. I put like this, man. One thing my dad like doing, he like me, my brothers, he like um, teaching stuff. You teaching stuff that you can't use right now. You you you're using it about ten years. But um, one thing about my day. That's not a joke, y'all. That's honestly that's the truth. Oh, we all tell some stories. You know this, man. You'll be like, yeah, some of y'all nodding y'all head. Uh, a few of y'all who heard this podcast, we didn't have some stories about my dad. And we talk about baseball or whatever. But, dad, way to put that pressure on, man. Because my mom passed. My dad lasted 70 days. God forbid anything happened to Dominique. God forbid anything happened to Tasha. Nigga, I got to die that weekend. 
Well, y'all gonna think I did not love her at all. I live for another forty years. Woo! He really. Man, he, oh my god! I don't. I don't need y'all talking really about me. Not in love with that woman. Oh my god! If God forbid Tasha get hit by a truck, that next week. The next week. Oh yeah, she doesn't have a mic because she's not an essential employee of this podcast. Um, but um, something happened to her, man. You gotta, you gotta, I gotta get up out of here because y'all gonna look at me. Well, he, he clearly didn't love her. God forbid if something cool happened the day after. Well, Tasha gone. Well, Sam, you hit the lottery. Oh, this nigga <laughs> did not love her. Like all your dreams come true in half yeah. an hour. Yeah. Oh, man. You know, you get a text from Rihanna. What up? <laughs> Hello. Hi. How are you? <laughs> Thank you for my time for being there, my time of need. But man, so here go what we gonna do, man. It's, this is a somber podcast, but we don't bring the funny. Everybody here, we got a uh, James story. We won't talk. We do our best not to cry as much as we did in my mom's. I because I had the good sense of recording the podcast the day of. So there's that. I had some time to process whatever. Let's just kick the ball rolling. I'm biting that one on the way. Um. Anybody want to start with James' story, or, or am I starting? You start. All right. My dad, when I ran the uh, Detroit Marathon, I ran the Detroit Marathon. My dad did not understand the concept of why I will recreationally run twenty six point two miles just to show I could do it. But he got up. Why do it, nigga? Don't, you have car. a car. What's wrong with your car? You have a car. That's you oh no wait 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 that's how I feel you signed up for this and you got a car you you have a car I can drive to Canada <laughs> <laughs> so we woke up no this is me this is like the last known era of Sam when I had abs this is the last time we saw him that day went out fired the pistol I started running. As soon as I start running, you run it against damn near the entire east and west side. It's, it's a lot of people at this goddamn marathon. My dad wanted to have a chat with me. All right, boy, um, go get him. And I'm running against people. Dad, I really can't talk right now. And then um, he just looked. How long are you gonna be? That's a marathon. <laughs> how long are you gonna be? I, I, however long it take. Well. I'm gonna go to the big boys. You got that GPS in your foot, like they told you that in the briefing. Right. That, that sounded about right. I said, "Yeah." What if I get you know, like? What if I get hurt and lose a shoe? Well, we'll find the shoe first. Then we'll find you. Keep your phone on you. Dad, I can't answer the phone. This is a race. Keep your phone on you. <laughs> Tasha got my phone. Well, she in the truck with me. We better go to the big boys. And um, I I had the picture up earlier. Four hours, roughly four hours later, every member of my family, full bellies, looking to be crossed the finish line. No, it's like three and some change. I my my legs feel like jello. Got it out of your system? Did you get it out? Did you get it out your system? Ain't no dad. I crossed two different countries they put the little stamp on you it was actually kind of like a passport but they do the little thing on your arm like hey he part of the marathon he ain't you know getting no drugs or nothing you know he ain't trying to do no sneak shit Tasha looking at me mm. 
full. Still full. You can still smell the syrup coming off her breath. And my, dry, my dad loaded me up in the back of the um, Suburban. Tony Braxton. Blazer. Blaring Tony Braxton. Can't move. Can't do anything. I feel like I, I, my body, whatever that shit where you exert all your energy, I can't move. Yeah, you just limp. Yeah. Like, yeah, just can't do nothing. Drop me off at the house. I feel like that twice a year. Drop me off at the house. Tasha there, goodly wife. Or girl wife? girlfriend at the time. And then my dad, still blazing Tony Braxton, with the back, having a Budweiser double deuce, with him drinking right now. Call, I don't know who he was on the phone with. You ain't gonna believe this. Where I spent my Sunday morning. My son ran 26.2 miles. On purpose. Look the other line be like, Why? Exactly what's wrong with Scar. Oh man, I don't miss that guy. Absolutely. Salute, man. Indeed. I take a shot with you, but mm-hmm. we double up. Got a lot of uh advice from James. A lot of I think it's funniest stuff he said to me just privately. Like when I joined the Navy that day. Well that not the, not not that day, but that party my grandma threw over there. And as he was leaving, the one with Bash and Z, and right, shout out yeah. to them. They was they was oh, they gave me a nice little shout out on their podcast, Act Acting with Bash and Z. So check it out wherever podcasts can be heard. Or, you know that's they shit. All right, I'm done. He said, uh, "Join the Navy." Everybody getting up, saying, sitting on courage and stuff. You know, people and preachers and whatever you name it. Your mama, your daddy walking out. Your mama giving you a kiss. She told me don't forget to pray. You know something that she would say. Yeah, your daddy. Look me right in my eye. Don't fall in the water. Never forget that. Now, it sounds stupid. Yeah, it does. It's like common sense. But then I finally got out there and like, like nigga, niggas really do, are, niggas are falling off the boat. Oh, my God. Man. I think that's, I think that's the reason why I never fell off the ship. Not necessarily because I was scared. You didn't want to prove it right? No, I think that is just that I didn't, if I did fall off the boat, I did not want him to find out. That I fell off the boat. What did I tell like, you? Didn't I tell you? Like, how hard was it for you not to fall off the boat? Hey, hey man. Um, shit. That first time, not the first. Ain't the first. Well, was it the first time? Can't remember. But anyway, we was going back to college, and he loaded me up with all that fish. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that was good. That was like every. That was like every like break. I remember that was good stuff. But that's the thing, my dad. Um. He has a way of helping you, but it's it's just that's what it is. He is the mayor of Helicon, Alabama. Helicon, Alabama is about the size of my living room. And um I looked at my aunts and my uncles. They um had a great tribute for him down there. Wonderful. And that's how he sent off, especially during this corona stuff where um you can't really do nothing. You can't really like have a home going. So I guess we did it in his way and that works. And my dad, he was kinda like a low key guy until he wasn't. Now he could dress, he could do, he could go out, he could do, you know, he could turn it up. But for the most part, pretty low key. Um, until he has something to prove, or um, I guess back on the theme of loving a woman, uh, my dad. Hey, uh, no, go ahead. Hold on. Are we about to talk about that story? Hold on. We on like, it, on like why we can't be naked no more. I don't even know the end of that story. <laughs> like <laughs> that, that, that was another thing. Hold on. Wait, wait. I think it was just an accusal. Oh, it was. It was like you know what? That was that's another cool thing about my dad. My dad, 
He will have a point. He will have a point. And he will be teaching you something. And then that point it took a left turn. And it makes all sense to the world. Like he accused my mom of the fall of man. He was just I, like, I don't think he was teaching us anything. I think, I think that was an argument he was having before we walked in the room. Yeah. I think that was just a continuation of an argument that they may have had before. And I don't even know how that came back up again. I think he just started. I know talking. I know what it was. I, I, I think I know that. what it was. My mom says something about women and my mom said something about women and equal rights. Well, how equal is it? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was out there at the Garden of Eden eating grapes. Like he personally was out there. Yeah, it was him. <laughs> He's out of eating grapes. And then you. And I'm like, wait, wait what, what happened? You like, took the apple. Personally, it wasn't yeah. Eve. It was Marco it was, who, ate the, <laughs> who ate the fruit. It was hilarious. Yeah, man. No, but not just Probably that. Probably is that most memorable conversation between them two I have in my head. Man and Parapan. Man and Parapan. You know what the... Yeah, hold on, wait, 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 wait. Most memorable thing. You can never beat Dad in the board game. For oh. this reason. You gotta let him win because he's going... He's going to nickel and dive you. A rattlesnake. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nate... It was like, what is something you encounter on a daily basis that starts with S in categories? Something that starts with S that I encounter on a daily basis. Sam, your son. Just there's so many different things. Rattlesnake. Looked right at he looked right at us. Rattlesnake. Just give him the goddamn points. Just give him. Just you know what? Do you deal with a rattlesnake on a daily basis? If you say yeah, I would believe him. I would totally believe him, man. Hey, just look at you and give you that laugh. <laughs> and then it makes you think, shit, do you deal with a rattlesnake on a daily basis? We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll understand it better by and by. Um, one thing, he, like, one of the best, I mean, it's so many stories, but, like, I guess this, like, kind of involves Tasha. We put a mic in front of her. Hmm. Um, when we was, um, this is my story, but I guess you were there. Um, I took right after I married Tosh, took on a honeymoon, and we had fun. We got off the cruise, still in love, or whatever. And um, getting back to the house, he looked at me. All right, boy, what you waiting on? Oh, children. And <laughs> no, I'm like I thought I was like I can't do that with you here. today he's like no, 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 no. Carry over the threshold. Nah. My wife, I have not hit a weight room since, and I'm being generous, ninth grade. I'm being generous. Tasha is a, um, how do I say this? You shop at Lane Bryant. Let's, let's keep it there. You shop at Ashley Stewart. I don't know the PG name. You can just say plus size. There you go. You said it. You can say thick. However. Healthy. All the word, all those synonyms. And then me not um, hitting the weight room, I said, you know what? I'm still going to do it. I'm still going to do it. So, Tasha, looking at me, just clearly don't trust me. That that was the last time. That car ride was the last time I think my wife actually trusts me. Because she looked at me. You going to do what? See, and then my dad was just like, no, 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 no. You don't do the classic one because you hurt your arm. See, you grab Tasha. See, you got it's like a couch. You got to grab it top-wise. 
Turn it. <laughs> he said, pick him up. Pick him up top wise. So, like, hold him like this. Like, uh, was it, was it, um. Have your wife like a couch. No, that's hilarious to me. That's all, all the sexiness and love went right out of the window. Like, we're bringing furniture now? Yeah. What are we doing? So, and I'm just like, okay, you know what? Let's roll with it. I already committed to lifting her over the threshold. So I'm picking her up like this, <laughs> like 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 a bear hug, like a, like a like a like a belly flex. Yeah, like, like a uh, belly belly suplex. But my dad, ah, oh, constant wingman. Here's what he did. All the sexiness of all the all the love. Everything we was about to do went right out the window. It, it, uh, it's gone if you touch it. Here's what my dad did. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got you. He ran to the door. You know the little uh, string, the little airlock on the door. He opens the door all the way and put the, put the little metal piece all the way up, like you are moving a couch, like how you had a door open. A couch. What is that thing like, called? I don't know, but I know that you know the metal piece that you gotta slide over. Like, like, triangle looking piece. Yes. <laughs> oh man, that is the mayor of Helicon, Alabama. Um, what was the time where we, we well, this one time we we hadn't even graduated high school yet? No, we couldn't have no. And I don't know what we were doing, but Al Green came up. Yeah, yo, daddy. Now, I think I think I had that Dragon Ball Z game. I think we, I, I, we was doing was something. Like, we was playing video I games. Was playing something. Video games. But that Al Green song just came on. I guess in rotation. James came down there and sang that song. I see you swear he wrote that damn song. Man, Al Green, greatest hits. And he sung them all. Let's stay together. But he sang that, so you, he sat down there like, like he wrote it. You know what's crazy? His eyes sat back and did. Uh, we thought he was going. He was going to sing the one song, and then out of corner, you heard this. You heard a. <clears throat> See, we drinking out of bottles today. I can't really normally I do the sound, but you heard that bottle, uh, that um, the liquor crack open. He sung the damn album. Fast songs, slow songs. I didn't believe him, but I yeah, you left. You had to go home. Yeah, but I remember he sang "Let's Stay Together" like he wrote that. I oh my man. god, that was hilarious, man. He um, one thing, um, especially after going over to my folks' house and dealing with a lot of stuff, you you start seeing a lot of pictures. I have not been known to be the greatest dancer. However, when you go back in this film. Whether it be Christina, whether it be Tasha, whether it be my sister-in-law Wanda, whether it be all these, he did the same damn dance at every wedding. I'm not surprised. Stepped on my feet the whole time. Uh, Ma'am, you do know the price of entry. You got to do a shot if you tell a James story. I can't. My hands are busy. All right, well, do you have a James story? We'll we'll do back. I do have one. All right, go ahead. Well, we can stop while you take a Hold on, hold on. Let's do this. Let's do this. Well, I'm not going to take a shot. Well, now. I know. I didn't told like three, James. I know. We, 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 we I'm are. I'm trying to think how I'm a, how I phrase this. It's just. Just tell it. Like, I mean. Him and your mama are freaking hilarious together. Really? Uh, just not figure that you Just not figure that out. Together, they're hilarious. <laughs> um, so, she, uh, he would irritate her to the point. She, she liked to be on time. And you, you and your daddy are like to where y'all slow around when it's something that y'all that is not about that y'all ain't leading up so y'all slow around take your take your sweet time and all that stuff. So he would purposely then when they got by the he, he would time it by the time they got in the car. So the Chris Brown song will be playing. 
So, <laughs> it irritated her. He, so, he would take purposely take the long way to dialysis just to catch this song, to sing it to her on the way to dialysis. How did that Chris Brown song go? Oh, you got it, girl. You got it. That's hilarious. So, oh, but then God. when he sung it, he turned it into a country western song. So, that's why I said, how did you take this song yeah. and turn it into a country western song? And he just bust out laughing. So, but she'd be irritated back because now she thinks she's going to be late to dialysis. That's funny. Because he took, he took the long way so they can catch the Chris Brown song because he knew what time it came on. He must, he must be listening to Steve Harvey. Hey, that's then, song, that's song, what's that, that? Like you, you know what time it is, but some, time, but some of the music Steve is playing. He, um. Since I got a free hand. All right. I'm out. It's just the the thing of hanging with him and your mama, and like he irritated her so much. He had, like he the only man I know that drinks beer with a straw. Like oh all right <laughs> now hold on wait I I know the backstory behind that but I got more but no he she would he had had a few too many to drink one day after he was working so he comes in the house and she would kill me if I said this but mm-hmm. she comes in the house he just messing with her like pulling at her nose just irritating her irritating <laughs> oh, yes. her she was like James if you don't leave me alone talk he be getting on my nerves all day I wish you leave me alone from this morning he be getting on my nerves. She was like, James, if you touch me one more time, I'm going to cut your nuts out. And they both just bust out laughing. Because all, all of us bust out laughing. It was hilarious. She was like, I'm serious. I'm but she laughing the whole time. Then she was serious. And then, look, what's this? This is like a, a cluster of stories. So I had was sharing with her my, um, and it's not about her. It's, it's just like him. But I was sharing with her, and he was in the kitchen listening. Like, Sam had bought me boudoir pictures for my birthday, a photo shoot. It's a boudoir picture. Oh, this is the sexy. If I wasn't half naked, I'd show oh. you. Is the is the you know the? But I'm really not half naked. I will show anywho. You better not show them. I'm not gonna yeah. show you. They're sexy pictures in lingerie, basically. But mine That's are what not it is. naked, naked. So I bought it a package, so you can do your little glamour shots yeah. or whatever you gotta do. So Sam yeah. bought me this package. So I'm she like when I went over there after my birthday. She's like, well, what you give your birthday? I said, well, your son bought me, um, you know, he got me some wine. He got me these pictures. Like, what type of pictures? I said, well, they call it boudoir photos. So she's like, well, what's that? I say, um, pictures, you know, you put on lingerie and you and you take pictures. So somebody going to see your goodies. Your daddy peeps from around the corner. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with a man wanting to see his wife take <laughs> sexy pictures? That's the, how long but, Before you got to that part, how long was you and her talking? We was talking maybe like three minutes, two, three minutes. Okay. It wasn't that long. Listen, no, no, let me know. That was an argument that was going on. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with that? So he had got instantly that intrigued. Already. He had got instantly intrigued by these pictures. Like, to the point, I'm surprised he didn't ask me. Like, I want to see it when you're done. Because he, uh, he wasn't, he wasn't going to go there. But he was so intrigued by these pictures. She like, nah. Do you probably barking up that tree and for like, like years. I said, well, you know, it's the thing they do. They do all ages and sizes and everything. I said, if it's something you want to do, you can do it. He like, mm-hmm. yeah. Why? Ain't nothing wrong with a man, wife, uh, the woman wanting to be sexy for her husband. Ain't nothing wrong with that. So he he walking out. Then he just looking at her. What's wrong with that? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that bothered him. Like, 
Your mama just looking at him like, no, nah, I couldn't do it. It's almost as if he's been on this for a long time. Yeah, he's, like, he's been this is, this is he finally just, come up. He just didn't know how to say it. And then yeah. you just come out and say that you didn't tell her to do it. Like, he had been barking up, barking up the street for her to get her Eartha kid on. A long time. For a long time. She didn't want to get her Eartha kid on. Jay. Mm. You know, she didn't want to do all that. So, that, like, he just, he just kept funny. being intrigued by funny. these dang old pictures. Like, well, when they come back, when you go? When you go, he just asked him about the date, the time, where I'm going. I'm like, well, I don't know where I'm going yet. All right. We find out. Let me know. He just like, it's like, he's, take you. when he left, it's like he mumbled. Like, ain't no wrong with a woman. He's still about it. It was hilarious. I'm just sitting there. Like, being with them, too. Like, I spent so much time with them over the past two years. Honestly, I miss them so much. Yeah, man. It's like. They are freaking hilarious. Like she had threatened him forty five times out the times a day, but he gonna always kiss her when he walk out that door, hug her, pinch her on the butt, something. He gonna always do that. So no matter it's like no matter what they went through throughout the day, they always found their way back to each other. And unfortunately, they had to do that in death. But we miss them all. We miss hey, them all. that's just what it is. He actually taught me. How about uh, wait, 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 let me see this here. Yeah, your daddy. Uh. Well, I'm, I'm going to start off gloomy, but you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Your daddy made it so hard, I think, for both of us. Like, to live up in marriage. Oh, my God. <laughs> 46 years about, ain't nothing to sneeze at, man. Dude, that's so. They've been married longer than I've been alive. Mm-hmm. I, have to, I have to reach that first. Mm-hmm. I have to turn 46. Exactly. They not be married that long. He, your daddy gave. I'm, I'm cutting short what I was gonna say, uh, but uh, your daddy gave us so much, so much to live up for. Yeah. Your daddy, your, your daddy said something to me. I remember when uh, uh, I had got married, and Dominique and I, we had a closed. It was very short because you had to go back and forth from overseas. Okay. And we finally came over there. I don't know. It was a holiday. Probably was, I think it was a holiday. Something was going on, and. Your daddy said to me, "You know the key to a good marriage." I, I, mean, I just lit the cigarette, and he was frying the fish over there, and with the propane. Okay. Because I was, I was actually standing there just yeah, waiting yeah, for yeah. a piece of fish. And he said, "You know what the key to a good marriage is?" I said, "Happy wife, happy life." No. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's not it. He told me, and I, and, and and honestly, this is what I've been living to a degree. Like it's like a cluster of. A lot of good information from old guys, but this one sticks out a lot. As far as like my top three, this stays with me. Your daddy told me that the key to a good marriage, it was very blatant. He said that, he said that this going to cause arguments, but to keep the roof over the head, and it'll keep her coming back. He said the key to a good marriage is being right even when it's going to hurt. Mm. Now that of course didn't come until the following year. Yeah, you didn't realize it. He, he tell you something. Right, you ain't gonna... If it's gonna hurt. But you didn't come to find out. Okay, it didn't necessarily mean me being hurt. Yeah, like I see like standing saying. up to it, even if it's gonna piss her off. Mm-hmm. Like she may want to get hair, nails, new dress, outfit, all that stuff, but we got to pay the water bill. Mm-hmm. And she gonna bitch and holler at you, and don't know. And I, I get it now, because don't no man want to come home to a tense, angry house. But if coming so, home to a tense, angry house, I mean, I still got the house, right? It means like okay, it's like February, and the heat bill is paid. That'll be bad. Mm-hmm. 
She's gonna fake you when she when she walk outside and then walk back in. Huh. So I get it. So I mean I, now now that I just said that, I can think of about maybe twenty thousand different other pieces of advice about marriage you gave me. I remember when I had <laughs> when he when he at first saw Brian. Uh when we came, when I came back off leave. You say you know what the key is to raising kids. It's always something off like that. Like you know what the key is to raising kids. <laughs> like you like he's telling you some dudes. Hey, you know what the Yeah, you know what the key is to raising kids? If you beat them early. Like, that's how I started. If you beat the boys early. Granted, they ain't, this is this is exactly what he said. If you beat the kids early, comma, granted, you can beat them and then two seconds later they're going right back to do what they got beat for in the first place. Mm-hmm. He said, But when they get old, they're gonna remember and then come back and tell you thank you. That's how you raise kids. Um, said, that's biblical. He said it might be, but I'm just telling you what it is I've been doing with these three boys. Yep. Pull this camera. Granted, it is a biblical, okay. you know, spread around for the child. But, you know, I like James. Granted, James did go to church. James did know the Bible. But James always reminded me of uh, another person that I do know. James reminded me of a person that was just a good old guy that gave advice because he didn't live. Mm-hmm. Now, you can't turn that type of advice. You don't, you don't learn that in school, man. Like he, I'm gonna miss that guy, man. Man, one of the best pieces of advice he gave me. Um, I, I keep on going about advice. Good God. Well, you talk I'm about sure you could too. Yeah. Oh. Um, and the time I'm known him. Well, he says like um, he was, had his thing, especially roof jobs or or whatever. Eat your peas. Yeah, you ain't gonna want to do something. But you got to do it because this is what it is. Go out on the limb because that's what the fruit is. Oh my God! I forgot about that. Hold on, wait, wait. Put a pin in that one. Put a pin. Eat your peas. He he'll say that where like eat your peas meaning um, sometimes you got to be the bad guy. Sometimes you gotta you the head of the house. Heavy as he said that to me. Heavy as the head, he, heavy as the head that wears the crowd. You are gonna be talked about. You are gonna be doing this. Eat your peas. You are gonna be called every name except Sam. But eat your peas because at the end of the day, it's gonna be worth it. I'm still waiting on to kick in with Tasha. So uh, I'm eating my peas. I'm eating right now. And look, she shot me. Believe me, you're not by yourself. Trust me, I think that's I think that's every married man. Up yeah. Until you get to forty six years of marriage. Yeah. And from your story, he was still pissed. He off. was still doing okay. it. I don't know when it's in. Maybe it don't. Uh, he did it about forty six years of marriage. Hey, oh well. Hold on, I got a pissed off story, but here's what we're gonna do. Um, we're gonna take some of these calls. I'm looking at people here. They got stories. Let let them do their thing. We gonna jump on that limp thing because that. Woo, woo. He told me that like three times. He told me that. Uh, when after a year from after the year when I was gone when I came back from Japan, he said that uh, when he heard me come when he when he came to the church and he heard me, uh, then he said it, he said it again. There's always something about when he you know because we always at your house for the major holidays, particularly you know your your yeah. birthday. Yeah, your pretty much all the big ones. Um, Christmas, uh, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July. Um, pretty much, if you got a day off from work, you are gonna show up over there. My hook or crook, you gonna end up over there somewhere. But let's answer this phone. Let's yeah, answer this right. phone, and we we'll don't jump into we it. Keep this going. I got. I'm thinking now. I got a bunch of stuff to say. About All right, um, T Mac, man, got you on the line, man. I know this ain't exactly the greatest time to call the podcast, but you come on, man, just go on here. Well, man, I'm a. You know, being the oldest, I got a lot of stories about that, and a lot of them good. A lot of them are good. Uh, 
it, 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 a lot of it is like, uh, what you say, that mystical wisdom, if you will. He'll say certain things, you be like, what the hell that supposed to mean? You know what I'm saying? So, with that being said, uh, when it comes to the, uh, the spider gula, that, that, was, that was one of my, the, uh, spider gula was one of the things that, we uh got hey. Oh tight, oh tight, my grandbaby got some on coming in. <laughs> hey girl. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Like I said, uh the spot of Gouda was something that dad uh implemented in our lives that that was good. And to this day, I'm forty four years old. God bless I see forty five. I don't know what the hell a spot of Gouda is, but I know it means good. You know what I'm talking about? So, with that being said, we would always get that, you know, from time to time. Uh, one of the stories that sticks out in my head, uh, one time we went fishing, right? Went down to Lakewood and all that good stuff. Uh, fishing like we normally, you know, we go fishing. You know, we country, we, we go fishing. You know what I'm saying? No matter where you take us, you be in the city, but we still country as hell. But we go fishing and, um, this is the first time I've ever seen a northern pike. And for those who's out there that don't understand what a northern pike is, it's like a, a piranha on steroids, if you will. It's, it's a little bit longer than a piranha, but the teeth are like people teeth, you know what I'm talking about? But uh, my dad, you know, we, we out fishing or whatever, and um, he got a hit. His bell went off on his pole, and the fishermen know what I'm talking about. So he grabbed his pole, started reading me, oh, I got a big one, I got a big one, you know, doing that fisherman stuff, you know what I'm saying, talking or whatever. And um, he was like, uh, Shoney, go get the net, go get the net. Me, I'm out there with my dad, he said, go get the net. This is my first time ever grabbing a net for him, you know what I'm saying? So I'm, I feel obligated. My dad said, he get the net, I'm about to get the net. Man, listen to me. I went and got that goddamn net. He got the fish close to the bank so we can, you know, so I can swoop it in the net. That goddamn fish opened his mouth, nigga, the teeth as big as mine. I dropped that goddamn net and everything and ran. My dad had the net and the pony. said, boy, come back, come back, come back. I said, man, please. <laughs> that thing look like you can eat me. I'm good. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? And after the fact, you know what? The beautiful part about it, he caught the fish because somebody else came from the side. Uh, another fisherman that was out there, uh, he, they weren't with us, but they was in the vicinity. They helped him or whatever, got the fish up. And any fisherman know, you know, if somebody, uh, mess around and do something that, that can make you lose your, your catch or whatever, you'll be a little, you know, sideways with him. But my dad hugged me and was like, man, it's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. You know, you ain't never seen nothing like that. I said, no, nah, I ain't never seen nothing like that, dad. But he wasn't mad, you know what I'm saying? He was happy that I was able to share that, you know, that moment with him. And to me, that's one of the things that my dad implemented in all of us, all three of us. You know, just be happy with what's going on, you know what I'm saying? Find the silver lining in all of it, you know what I'm saying? Because that's an experience during that time frame. When you have cell phones and all that stuff, where you can catch it on video and all that stuff there, and it's a memory that you have in the whole heart, you know, hold tight to you. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, let me see. Another one, uh, us roofing together. The first time I was able to actually roof because my dad did, you know, a lot of construction stuff, con- you know, uh, carpentry work or whatever, contract carpentry work. And that was like my first job, for real, for real, before McDonald's uh, messed up my life. But before McDonald's, it was McLean's. You know what I'm talking about? So with that being said, uh, before my baby brother, Sam, the podcast you listen to, before he, he came into the picture, my brother uh, Jermaine and I were, we were laborers. Basically, this is how we got our money. Now, we come from uh, meager uh, growing up and all that good stuff that we had that allowance stuff. You had to work for what you got. So, with that being said, Max Roofing was our first job. And my brother, I ain't trying to put him on Front Street or whatever, uh, Jermaine, he's not the biggest fan of heights. Me, myself, I was one of those daredevils. Okay, let's do it. If, if, if we're making money, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? So for the most part, when they was up on the roofs or whatever, and they needed uh, supplies and equipment or whatever, I would take it up there. And the first time he asked me, you want to um, lay some, um, what's called, lay some shingles? I thought it was a camera, like, you know what I'm saying, that old candy camera type thing. Like, are you playing for real? I did it. It was wrong as hell. I ain't going to lie to you. It was Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got that chalk line. You knew what was up, man. Yeah, man. I, I supposed to put so many nails in there. I thought, okay, one nail'll do. Two nails might help, but you know what I'm saying. But my dad didn't get mad again. You know what I'm saying? He, hey, he's it, just some stuff he taught us, and it, it was. It's a beautiful situation, man, and. I, I I can't take that, I, bro. I can't I can't get that out of my mind on everything I do. The other day, me and my oldest son, uh, Sean, we made a uh, what's called a pen for our dogs here at the house, and uh, I was out there working on it. And my son came out like, like myself, uh, Dad, you need help with that? And he helped me, you know what I'm saying? And honestly, that threw me right back to me helping my dad do whatever around the house. You know what I'm saying? And it, 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 man, that man gone, but he ain't gone. You dig what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. He live on to us and, and every, everything he does or everything he did at the time equips us for such. And, uh, you know, I, I got so many stories, man. So many stories to where his dancing and uh, him barbecuing and things of that nature because he barbecued the mystery meat. We don't know what the hell it is. Like I said, we country as hell, so you you don't know what you're eating until after you ate it. You the first time I ate cow tongue, first time I ate raccoon, squirrel, uh, shit. Uh, all of it, man. He, you know what? If he got four legs outside of a dog, we, we didn't, we didn't do that. A dog and a cat, we ain't never did a dog and a cat. But other than that, shit. From yeah. the ruby to the city, baby. Yes, sir. I, I didn't have a horse before because of him. I believe it. I believe it. I, I never had a horse with him, but I've had it, you know, being in the military. But 
shit. A lot of folks in the military was like, hey, man, you uh, you ever had this? I said, yeah, man, I'm, I'm from Alabama, raised in Detroit, uh, and in my household, inside our doors, it was Alabama, and our yard was Alabama. Outside was Detroit. You know what I'm saying? The city was there, but we was country shit in our house. A lot of people, we come home from work, not work, my bad, from school, if you will. I'm coming home from school. My little friend wants, man, we're going to get on our bikes and go such such. I'm going to go once I find out if I can go because I got to dust the garden. A lot of motherfuckers looking at me, dust the garden? What the hell are you talking about, dust the garden? What is that? Nigga, we grow, we grow vegetables and shit at my house. You know what I'm talking about? That's right. They, hey, we country here. They talking trash. Are y'all country? Y'all country? But listen, when Margo put them things on, on the stove and they get to stinking up the neighborhood, all them same cats calling us country. What y'all cooking? It smell good. It smell good. Uh, we country, but you want to yes, eat sir. it. You know what I'm talking about? Man, I got, I got so many stories, man, but I know you limit on time and I, man, those, those, I, those, man those, we sat here and we did all of our stories. This, this, we'd be here forever. It's just, I mean, like, I wanted you in this. I mean, I understand that podcast wasn't the dad got it, but he didn't get it because dad always had like a finger in pop culture a little bit, so he understood the mechanics of a podcast. But at the same time. We sitting here, we pulled one up, my man BK, he right over there, Tasha right over here, and we just, we're good, we're good. we wanted y'all to, we wanted y'all to get in there, and um, I mean, it'd be weird if I didn't reach out to y'all, I mean, I can sit here and I can wax poetic on all of this stuff, but I was just like, you know what, I know y'all got stories, and here we are. This is all this podcast is is just sharing stories, and I I, I admit this, this is not the end of it. And I'm pretty sure sure, some of the sure. stuff he didn't taught is gonna come up in the future. Like I was talking to Chuck today, oh, yeah. and I had to sort of kind of check myself because I start sounding like him. Yeah. So I mean, like he, he gonna be missed. My wife, my, my wife got some story, but she she dealing with the grandbaby right now. But uh, no, it it is. Man, I, I can't. I can't even. It, it's kind of hard. Like when you said earlier, you know, doing the thing for the podcast, whatever. Find a story. I've been going through my head the last couple of days trying to prep for this, but it, but it never night came. Night night, mama. I'll be in in a minute. Night night. Night night, mama. Yeah, that's granddaddy, that boy. I'm a granddad, ain't that a bitch? Yeah, anyway. you old. Yeah. I'm listen. I ain't old, but I'm seasoned. Please put that on your uh, palate. You dig? Seasoned. Uh, okay. All right. Hey, whatever. But how you say you were searching for stories? I didn't. I just said whatever's well, on no, my no, head. No, 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 no. This is the thing. I wasn't searching for them. I was trying to narrow down, and I really couldn't narrow down. But I know that fishing story. Uh, shit. Um, the roofing story. Shit, I got uh, shoveling snow stories. I got, man, I got so many. It, it just, it is, man. Building a go-kart. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, man, yeah, man. Uh, of course, I know y'all probably, well, I know for a fact y'all have. Y'all talked about when, when they 
they quote unquote they didn't beat us in basketball. They beat us up playing basketball. Them niggas fire hard. They they should have been the original Pistons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we didn't when get to that yet, but I'll talk about that in a few. Yeah, okay, I was okay. I was thinking okay. about it. It's my on my bad. list. My bad, my bad. But yeah, yeah. When you talk about it, the people that listen they'll understand what I'm talking about. And um, I remember us playing basketball, and one of the beautiful things, man, uh, that mom and dad both taught us is is uh, don't be. Worried about what you don't got. Appreciate the stuff you do have. You know what I'm saying. And at one time in our backyard at 18059, we had a basketball goal, but it wasn't a basketball goal yet. It was a crate that we put on the garage, or whatever. And we was playing some of the neighborhood kids playing tape that we playing like we normally do. You know, kids just playing, making something happen. Dad came on from a job. What y'all doing? We out here shooting basketball. Yada yada yada. He just got off the roof, man, you know, doing, you know, his job, doing what he got to do, you know what I'm saying? He's like, well, I'll be back. I'm going to run to the store. He went to the store and bought a hoop, you know what I'm saying? Came back and constructed a backboard the whole night. We, we just nailed a damn uh, milk crate up on the garage. He came back, made it pretty, put the, uh, what's called it, the, uh, what's it, the drip edge around it to make it look official. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember so when he, he had the chain that. nets? And whenever you hit a yeah, three-pointer, boy. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. And we got up there. We hung the backboard and, you know, the rim and all that stuff, man. And, it, hey, everything was official. Granted, the concrete broke up like a sunbitch. <laughs> you couldn't cross up nobody back there. The concrete will make you cross it up. You know what I'm talking about? Don't fall because you're going to feel it. Oh. Oh my God, you would, bro. But it, it was just, it was good times, man. Good times. And, and those memories, they don't forever be embedded in me. Um, my fishing tales, they go all all around the way. I know when I was younger, we were living in Alabama. Uh, my granddad, my mom's dad, came to the house to pick us up to go to Florida to go fishing because we went to Pensacola, which is a couple hours away from my government. Uh, about three in the morning, pick us up. We drive down there, and uh, you would think I would have had enough of of the big fish with the big teeth. This guy caught a shark while we was down there. My granddad or dad didn't catch it, but somebody caught a shark and it scared the hell out of me. So I guess maybe that Northern Pike probably uh, re-implemented the uh, the feeling that I had when that person caught a shark. Like, what the f- man, please. I see them on TV. I don't, I don't, I don't see them in real life. You know what I'm saying? But, uh, man, I got so many, man. That I, man will, will forever be missed. My mom will forever be missed. You know, it, it's... They're gone, but they're not forgotten. And, and they're gone physically. That's the only thing I can say, because I sound like them both every day, talking to my kids, dealing with people. I hear myself and I, I have to catch myself like, wow, where did that come from? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, physically, they're, they're not here, but they're here so much spiritually and they're embedded in all three of us. And not just us three, everybody they came in contact with. Everybody. You know what I'm saying? That That's, that's man. 
I'm gonna end it right there, bro. Cause you gonna, okay. you gonna fuck around and get, get some water work. Yeah, I, I know, I know. But man, like the reason, and I, I want to just put it on front street. One of the big reasons I'm doing this podcast, cause nigga, if I don't talk, I have not done this podcast for like what two weeks. If I don't talk, it's something big. But it, I'd rather get it out. And yeah. if for one, if I know it's not gonna be the last time, but for one more time I can expose who my dad and subsequently my mom did package deal I can expose Mark oh, yeah, oh, yeah, to oh, many yeah, people oh, yeah. they um they man they are just a blessing and when they get a I mean just the stories of them like I said this before you got on uh, me and Brandon was talking some of my buddies my man from um my worst holiday podcast he reached out to me and he was playing mm-hmm. stories on his podcast about dad and baseball that I shared. And just mm-hmm. like little stuff where he played for Lou Vern. And yeah. he, he meet, it just like, he just like, as a tribute, I was like, man, you ain't got to do that. He's like, nah, man. It just, he said, I learned a lot through your dad from those stories. So the yeah. way I put it, it's a good way. It's a, for lack of a better term, healing to just talk about it to get it out but i just i just wanted you on there and get a piece of this and thank you be um and yeah the ironically enough the reason i wanted y'all calling in is to fight back my own waterworks and that kind of backfires so i mean like you start thinking about it so i think wine is supposed to call it next i probably just let her talk man because man because you start remembering the stuff too man yeah, man. You know what? Another another thing. Real, 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 real quick. The time we had, uh, what's called it? When I was stationed in um, Texas, right? We had Christmas in Texas. And uh, we all had, you know, everybody came down or whatever. Mom and dad, uh, they reluctantly came because, you know, they didn't, they didn't want to leave everybody because fairy to what people may say or think, they were the neighborhood. They were the community because everybody looked at them when it came to holiday time, you know, just, just to have that, that blessing of cheer and, and just camaraderie, you know what I'm talking about? So, when we, <laughs> when we find out the HEB, and for those who are listening, if y'all in Texas, y'all know where HEB is, and for those who don't know, that is a grocery store chain in Texas. It's like your Kroger or your Myers or your uh, Silos or whatever your Publix or whatever your food chain is where you at. Uh, ATB, hey man, they 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 pretty much run Texas. You know what I'm talking about? And ATB stands for here everything's better, which was a a uh, salute to my dad because. He found out them turkey legs came out every day at 3 o'clock, so everything there was better at 3 o'clock. You dig what I'm talking about? Yes, sir. We, we at the house, and uh, <laughs> we sit back watching TV, and uh, one of my kids came up and said, Big Daddy, it's almost 3 o'clock. Man, you would thought he was late for work. That joker jumped up. He said, oh, man, it's almost 3. Come on, let's go, let's go. I said, what are you doing, Dad? What are you doing? I'm about to go to the grocery store. I said, we don't need nothing from the grocery store. Man, them chicken, hey, hey, them, not chicken. He said, them turkey legs coming off at 3 o'clock. I got to get that. I got to get that. I said, man, are you serious? Now, granted, 
during that, that time frame, y'all were only there for maybe a week, if that. If that. Right? Right, right at a week. About that, yeah. Yeah. But the people knew my dad's name and knew him, and they would put the bigger turkey legs to the side because they knew he was going to be there. I was like, how the hell you come here in a matter of a couple of days and they know you and I live here and they don't know me? Yeah, that... <laughs> Just funny, man. Funny, funny, funny. But yeah, like I said, if I keep talking, I'm gonna come up with some more stuff. Some more stuff, but bro, those things right there, man. That man and that woman will be missed. Some serious in the physical form, but as long as you keep them living on in our hearts and our memories, and, and, and just 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 showing their praise, man. you know what I'm saying? Just doing what we do. You know what I'm talking about? I appreciate that, man. I don't, I don't stop right uh, really. here. We won't jump on these. Uh, calls. Really, really. Thank you so yeah. much. And let's move. Hey, on. man, I thank y'all for having me. You did? Oh yeah, man. Oh yeah. yeah. But I'll talk to you in a few. All right, man. Love y'all. Love Peace. you too, man. This wind up, and I just wanted to uh, reminisce on about my mama and my daddy. James McLean and Margo McLean. Well, my name wasn't actually Wanda. It's Wanda, but it was my Wanda for Dad. That's that's when I first met him. That's the first thing he called me was my Wanda. It was never Little Wanda. It was my Wanda. And this this big story that stand out for me and know and I when I finally knew that them two loved me, Margo and Jermaine McLean. I mean, Margo and James McLean. You know, Jermaine and uh, Jermaine and uh, James McClain look just alike. So, but it's when I had got pulled over by the police, and I needed to get picked up from jail. And I called Jermaine. He answered the phone, so I called Mama, Mama Margo. I called her and I said, "What you doing?" She was like, "Nothing, honey. What you doing?" She's like, you supposed to be coming down the street. I said, I know. So where where you at? The the main question she always asks every time I call her is, where you at? No, hi, Wanda, how you doing? It was always where you was at. So I called, I said, my mom in jail. She said, what you mean you in jail? I said, I'm in jail. I got pulled over. Where at? I told her where I was at. She said, okay, hold on. Me and dad about to come get you. I said, no, I'm trying to get in touch with Jermaine. She was like, oh, we'll call him on the way. I'm like, y'all about to come? She's like, yeah. I'm about to come and get my Wanda. Dad like, oh, here we come. It ain't took them, them nothing but, I say, 20 minutes. They let me know, like, oh, you about to go. I'm like, where am I going? They were like, oh, your mother and your dad came to get you and your husband. So all of them end up up there. And oh, she fussed at me on my way home though. She's like, I was in the middle of me cleaning and cooking some greens for your daddy. And I just said I had to come and get you. And she was like, you do know I don't got no underclothes on. I said, mama, did you have to tell me that? She was like, I was rushing. I don't got no underclothes, so hurry up and get me home so I could put some underclothes. 
the story to tell the reason why I say that stands out is because I would never think that they would stop what they doing to come get me and you know me it took me a minute to believe that they loved me or whatever so but I knew it was that I knew that day when mama came outside with no underclothes but she had clothes on but she ain't got no underclothes and she made sure I knew that and we I was trying to pay them back they didn't tell me how much it was they ain't want my money or nothing and I know every time they do something they do something to me I be trying to sneak and give them some money and somehow end up mama always end up giving it to me back but yeah I love my, mo- my um, mother-in-law and my dad and I feel like that was my dad I was actually his his daughter which I was but I just felt like that I was that was my dad cause he came running and got me every time and I got it so habit of doing this show every time something was going on I call my dad call my dad if he don't answer right away he gonna call he gonna call me right back and like any time of the day morning early in the morning he coming my my car my car I, I don't know I was kind of rough on cars and every time he turned around I needed time dad would get down on his knees in snow rain whatever he was changing my tires to get my car from wherever it was at even if it was in the driveway he he took care of my cars so he he offered to take my car to the to the shop and was gonna take it he told me give me my give me your keys I'm like, Dad, you ain't got to do that. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to do. I take it up there where I take where I take my car. And for sure he was going to do it. But of course, Jermaine, he, he he took it upon himself and said he'd do it. But yeah, Daddy never asked for nothing extra. Nothing, he never asked for nothing back. Or he never said I owed him anything. He said, you my Wanda. And I knew right then I was always going to be his Wanda. Yeah, I loved them both. Me and Mama used to go through our trials and tribulations, I swear. But you couldn't tell me nothing about her. And she, you couldn't tell her nothing about me. Or she'd tell me, she'd call me. She'd leave me messages talking about, oh, Wanda call me back if you got, forgot the number. She will always repeat that number back. Every voicemail when she called me. I could never forget that telephone number. Yeah, but that's all I got. We did a lot of stuff together. We always did stuff together. If we went out of town, oh, we gonna share rooms. What was the use to getting rooms? And we all can bunk. And sleep in the same room and save money. I loved my time with them. When we went out of town, I couldn't wait till them days came. When we went out of town and traveled. True, my first time really basically going out of town was with Mama Margot and my dad. 
Yeah. I guess that's all I got for right now, Sam. <laughs> Nate, man, just thanks for doing this. When you, whenever you're ready, just go ahead, man. Everybody got a story. All right. You, you tell me when to start. Now. All right. So <laughs> we are talking about uh, James McClain's stories. First, you know, I just want to say I thank God for the time that I had to spend with him and Margo and the McClain family. You know, my surrogate parents, if you will. Um, you know, truly going to be missed, never be replaced. Um, and that's why you had stories because you get stories about people that are irreplaceable. So, um, you know, one of mine that <laughs> I will never forget is um, back in high school, you know, my house was the party spot. Everybody knows that. That's common knowledge. And the statute of limitations is more than over by now, so I can openly say that. Um, but on the way, it was just one day on the way home, I don't remember why we had to, but we had to stop by the McLean house on Westphalia at the time. And um, we, we stopped by there for something. I don't know why, because obviously Joanne, the spot on Joanne was two blocks away. I don't know why we just didn't go straight to my career, but for whatever reason, we stopped on Westphalia first because everybody at work, James at work, Margo at work, you know, Sam was still at school, Shooty was at school, so, you know, it was me and Terrence able to do, you know, our our own thing, you know what I'm saying? So, um, we, uh, you know, our little crew that we was with, we leave school, we, we get to the McLean house, and although we don't see, like, you know, on the outside it looks like ain't nobody there, you know, we open the door, and you hear this snoring, and it's like, what? Who, who the hell snoring? And you know, we like, man, you know, this messes up the plans. Now we got to come up with a lie. You know, while we out school so early, this, that, and the other thing. We thinking that Margot and fell asleep in the kitchen or something. You know, we don't know. So we turn the corner, go in the kitchen, and there's James, knocked out, with a uh, with a beer on the table, and the microwave was on. And I mean, he got his feet up, chair leaning, hat on, mouth wide open, just snoring up the storm, knocked out with the microwave on. So we like, you know, how long he's been waiting for, you know, what, what first of all, what's in there that it takes so long to heat it up that he just fell asleep waiting for it, you know, we like, wow, or maybe he just fell asleep as he was coming in, we don't know. So Terry goes to the microwave, looks inside, and what he looks at it first, and then he looks inside. Um, James had, I guess, you know, he had wet the weed a little bit too much, because everybody knows, you know, hence the family uh, laying in the rest on 420, everybody knows James was a huge partaker in the um, um, in, in medicinal marijuana. <laughs> um, like we saw where you say hiding in the collard greens please never find it um, yeah I guess he had wet the, the joint a little bit too much and decided hey or maybe he was still trying to dry it out we don't know all we know is he had a joint in the microwave 
that have been going on for 90 minutes. He had it set for 90 minutes. Now, we don't know if he meant to say 90 seconds. Um, we don't know if, you know, maybe he did mean, you know, now being older and looking at it from a logical essence, maybe he was drying it out to smoke it early, and he actually did want it to bake or cook or whatever the microwave does for 90 minutes. I don't know. All I know is we walk in the house, skip to school, get scared by his dad, but James is knocked out, don't even know we there, and we find him with a joint in the, in the microwave for 90 minutes. I, I believe that's either some real good weed that he was just, you know, raring the smoke, or whatever he had smoked before that was really good. <laughs> because we like, damn, how the, like, like, you know, did you push that? Did you add a zero by accident? You know, like, we don't know. So, in essence of being, you know, teenagers with, you know, girls following us to my house, uh, and a liquor stash getting warm, <laughs> um, we, parents turned the microwave off, James didn't wake up, didn't flinch, didn't move, we crept back out the house and went on with our regular day. To this day, I don't think parents ever asked him about, you know, why he had that in there. And I guess that's one of the mysteries of life, like, you know, why is the sky blue, why is water wet, um, that we would just take to our graves with us and ask James, you know, when we get to the other side, why that day did you have that joint in there for 90 minutes? No idea. So um, that is my James McClain story. <laughs> because after seeing that, every time I see him, that's the first memory that comes to mind. Now, I've, I've, I've fished with James. I have hung out with James, drunk beer with James, sat on the porch and talked politics and life with James. You know, all types of stuff. None of that matters. What matters is, I know a man who once put a joint in the microwave for 90 minutes and lives downhill. So... That is my James McClain story. Um, again, one of millions that people have, and I, I want to thank Sam Show Nation for giving me the opportunity to share my story about uh, uh, Mr. James McClain, and uh, just to just just to let everybody know that you know to know him was to love him. You know, the man didn't have an enemy in the world except for Margot on odd days of the week. And um, <laughs> that's uh, that, that's in, in the words of the, the, the great man Forrest Gump. I guess that's all I have to say about that. Man, yeah, this is Big Man, Big Man, as you know, on the show. Yeah, Sam asked me to share something about you know the memory of our dad, and um, one of the things that kind of sticks out to me is like later on in life. It was a lot of you know childhood memories and everything else like that to kind of, you know, kind of define who he was, you know, the man, the myth, the legend, you know, larger than life, you know, Uncle Big Boy, you know, just, you know, he he stood out, he meant different things for so many different people, but for me, I grew up, you know, with my parents and watching them, you know, it was every day, but watching a change, you know, in him was something else that I've never seen before in life. When when you're growing up and you watching the married couple, you know, you know, 
their relationship goes. Them, those two, they were, you know, always dressed alike, always together, always doing different things. You know, like, you know, this was the norm. But then, you know, in 2018, I watched my mom get sick. And my mom was always a very independent person, very, you know, like she, she was, she was like, the lioness, like, you know, she was always up moving, doing stuff, independent, you know, doing her thing. And then she got sick and she couldn't do it for herself. And I watched my dad kind of change in a way I've never seen before. He, his standard was like pretty much he goes to work, he makes money, he does what he's supposed to do, make sure, you know, he talks to us and make sure, you know, we got our heads on straight. He'd come home, take a shower, eat a little bit, he'd go sleep. As long as he knew she was all right, that's what he would do. He would just come home and go to sleep. And that was the ebbing flow. And I'm talking about for years. You know, you come over to the house and mama's up. If she's here, she's not working. And he's in the room. He's knocked out sleep. And I learned later on in life that that was an indication for him that everything was okay. If he could sleep, then everything was okay. But when my mom got sick, he stopped sleeping. He put on his Superman suit, if you will, and he was everywhere. It's like they switch roles. And he was running and he's doing everything and he's patterned his schedule around her and he got the guys working a job and he's setting up jobs. Normally he'll, you know, go set up a job and he's there all day long. He takes care of what he has to take care of, you know, with his employees, but he would set up the job, leave those guys there, come back here, take care of mom. And watching him transition that role, I was concerned, but I was also proud at the same time. There's a lot of things that define my dad, but all the way up to the day of my mom's passing, this was his life. He didn't do any complaints. He didn't whine. He didn't, you know, any of that. He took everything that was coming his way and he handled it and I just watched the strength in my dad because he would sit back and he would just let my mom take care of it for years but he was the voice behind the scene if you will and when it was time for her for him to take care of her I just watched my dad change and I was concerned but I was also so proud of him and that's my memory of who my dad is because he was just, he was like American Express. He was everywhere that you wanted to be. Because if you needed him to do a certain thing, he was up to the task. And he handled that task. And to watch the strength in my dad all the way up until his last days and her last days, I was amazed and I was proud. And I know, you know, parents are normally proud of their children, but I was really proud of my parents. And I was really proud of my dad watching him carry that load and that's it we got a lot of other different stories where we laugh and we cry and we you know watch him do different things like you know when he beat us down in basketball and everything else but a testament to who he was was that story I just shared thanks alright we back we had some calls from some special guests we had some kind words from my dad um, one thing I want to give a quick shout out to our boys. Back, uh, 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 my worst holiday, Mark from my worst holiday, because he did do something kind of cool. 
one of the stories I was going to say, he played, he asked, could he play on his podcast, was the Luverne Funk experience where I talked about my dad meeting Coach Coker after 30 years of baseball rivalry. It ended up that Coach Coker is teaching me how to play baseball. So he played that. I think he's, I think it's this week. This coronavirus fucked up my timeline. But I think he's playing that story on there. So please check out my man from speaking my worst of, holiday. Speaking of Luverne. <laughs> oh yeah, the Luverne Folk experience. No, no, yo, daddy. I said we was trying to like fill out some paperwork, and we like, well, what? What? He was like, well, where you born? He was like, Helican. She was like, no, nah, I was born in L.A. Luverne, Alabama. I said L.A. like Los Angeles. He like, no, nah, Luverne, Alabama. I said, bye. Just, just. But you hit on something before we answer this phone. Oh. So shout out to my man, my Mark from My Worst Holiday. Please check out that podcast. Obviously, our friends. Um, Bash and Z at Act Accordingly with Bash and Z because they had an encounter with um, my dad, unfortunately, at my mom's um, viewing. And you can hear that story on their podcast, Act Accordingly Podcast, wherever podcasts can be heard. And we ain't done with them. Now, we're going to do this for my dad. But our next podcast, we're going to reset these mics. We ain't done with Bash and Z because we were supposed to have that... Um, Crossover well, by now. Well, you know, should happen. Well, I, I know. Well, we can do Zoom or something. I can use no, Zoom. I need them to be. In oh no, wait. I can use. I Zoom. am willing to wait. Until yeah, all I'm, the I'm, I'm down with the wait because I, 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 I need to look at him. I'll I'll go and I ain't done with you, AJ. I am not done with you, Mister Goddamn Chick Fil A. So I'm glad you got Chick Fil A in Corona time. Much. I feel better. I got a lot of people talking about me no more. So. Let's go um, back to one of his sayings. Go out on a limb. That's where your fruit is. All right. What that's what what that means is, do not be afraid to throw yourself out there. You either gonna fail miserably, or you gonna be the most successful motherfucker in the world. Yeah, because the way I took that, if go on a limb. Either way you go is a win. You either gonna learn. What should I shouldn't do? This yeah, I shouldn't do this ever again. Yeah. But damn, I'm glad I took a shot. I took a chance. I am. You guys gonna win or win? I'm going. One of them wins gonna hurt, but hey. Hold on, I want to right. tell the story you of. Told like five stories. Oh hell yeah! I'm yeah. gonna oh. rant for a minute until you stop. I know. So yeah. Let me tell you the story. I think the statue of limitations is over. About the blue jean jacket. Now the blue jean jacket has showed up a few times. That's what that the old house. No, 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 no. We got a new blue jean jacket. Oh, it's the same one. I'm saying. If you I'm just thinking about it, if now. you see the blue jean jacket, you finna die. No, 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 you must have forgot. At the old house, not the one that's full houses. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five nine. You talking about five nine? So no, I remember this. Because uh, I think it was Thanksgiving. It had to, no, 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 it probably just been a holiday. Oh, okay. Anyway, I think we was out there. We was out there. No, we had to be in the eleventh because the twelfth grade was down there because of the stairs. Tenth or eleventh grade. Either way it goes. There's several stories of a blue jean jacket. Either way it go. No, not whatever you're talking about right now. I may not know about, but okay. the blue jean jacket I know because we used to play video games downstairs. Right, right, and. I was getting ready to leave. I was getting ready to leave, and your dad's jacket was hunched over a chair, and I was on it 
like you know, I was, I was on it, the chair. Mm -hmm. Strange how I remember this far back, but anyway, it was I was on a chair like this, mm -hmm. and then you said, "Take your hands off my daddy's jacket, please." Never asked you why. At first, I was pissed like nigga, what the fuck, nigga, nigga, fucking, I ain't doing shit to your daddy's jacket. No, 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 no. But I said okay. Then years later, I heard the story about the blue jean jacket, how that your dad was a thug with the jacket on. Oh yeah, but. That's a jacket, that nigga. Way before. Yeah, yeah. Please. Now, there's famous stories of the blue jean jacket where I don't know if the statute of limitations will allow me to speak with him. I, I figure he gone, but at the same time, I ain't going to besperge his neck. Makes sense? This is a tribute podcast. However, in the spirit, I don't name names. But what I am going to do, I have a visual aid because my wife is nosy. I have been digging in some of the archives and the pictures of whatever. But that, what he says, like, go out on a limb. That's where your feud is, right? Mm -hmm. So, I parlayed um, my whatever the hell this is in high school. You was there. And I became this weird... I don't want to say ladies, man, because that's, that's an insult to... Ladies, man? All of them. However, this was the one. I'm going to show you a picture. We're going to call her Blah Blah. Because the blue jean jacket showed up. I'm going to put that right over there. With that person. It's a nice little fling. Please do not say names. Her name is Blah Blah. And... I went on several dates with Blah Blah, who was in the picture that you are, who you are staring at right now, for for me to make that happen. The picture you're looking at right now. You beat me too. You've been beat me all day. That's what I'm saying. For me to make the picture that you are seeing happen was everything. That's God. Let's start there. Give it out of the God. Let's start there. Give it out of God, who's the head of all lives. He just passed the members and friends, and you were this Halloween sit I don't know. <laughs> but that's. Hey, but that's. Actually, no, at first, let me say this. He said, I don't know how you did this. Now, I looked at my dad. I ain't, I ain't gonna get that much credit. Hold up, but wait. I looked at my dad. I said this. You said, go on a limb. That's where your fruit is. I didn't think I could do this shit either. Have you seen the blazer? He said, I sold you the blazer. My dad, you know how your first car is a lemon? When he I, sold me the blazer. I remember. The only reason I wasn't here at this. Is because I was trying. I I I, I worked two shifts when I mm -hmm. was at the McDonald's with Van Dyke. You was at Game. I was at Game. It wasn't GameStop yet. It was Babbage's. Remember, it was Babbage's, Funko Land. It was it was four things: Babbage's, no. Funko Land, Software, etc. No, I believe you. And it was something else. I don't know what that, that fourth one is. Made me feel that much older. That's all it is. <laughs> And there was Christ. there was a sign. This is Charles H. Babbage. He made video games in like the the early. But seventies, I, I don't know. I think the, the first person I heard about this was Richard. How the hell did he do that? Nobody else was running. <laughs> yeah, that was the shit. Nobody else. And that turned into what? Man. And then my dad did this. You know, him. He gave me the, he gave me a fist bump. This is way before Obama. There's a picture of me and him after he was just like, okay. All right, don't fuck this up. He said, "Ride the wave, go to levels where fruit is." But here go the thing, blah blah. In the picture that you just saw, 
her dad. What's your name? Huh? I can't see her name. Because I'm still married to Tasha. Tasha in this quarantine. Haven't we said several? Hold on. Some people, some people' names can show up. So we can't say her, but we can say Snow. Snow, yes, and we'll get to this because it all comes full circle. Here's why you can say Snow. Snow look better. That's where it comes full circle. Cause Snow, Snow made herself known. Right. Meaning. Um, I don't know if you married to a black woman during the midst of coronavirus. There's a lot of free time and a lot of questions that go ahead. So it's like I amplified. Got, I got That's the so it's sort of like, um, yeah, yeah. Okay. It's sort of like um, every Tyler Perry movie has come to life in my house. All Tyler Perry movies are the same. So uh, exactly, and I'm the bad guy. There we were. So when he saw that, you nigga cheating that turns out to be gay. Ex- exactly, exactly. Kid on the way, and, and then Shamar Moore is gonna save it all. And you the pastor. So <laughs> and then when he saw, he was like, when my dad saw, I was with blah blah. What are we doing? This it is. What are we gonna do? Either one, either one. At this point, you already told your story. He saw I was with blah blah. And but blah blah in that picture, dad was not cool with that. Oh, you. Because like, I just like, like you exactly because he didn't quote unquote approve of it. I just showed up out of nowhere. Like, you being the winning or no like, no you being with her being with her. He didn't give a shit about me winning, but but since I won, I got Facetime, and since I got Facetime, one of the most dangerous and ah shit, my dad taught me this shit too. He said you can look away, you can be whatever, but if you get Facetime with anybody, you could talk to them, you could change their mind forever. And since I won that... That is the first time I've heard any advice from your dad... That you can use right now. That you can use right now. (laughs) That's relevant right now. So, since I had... Because I won that, I had FaceTime with old blah blah. And then I turned out not to be whatever you thought I was. And then something start happening. Until the fight at the gas station that started a whole new thing. And that brings Shay into the whole thing. But... Um, then that happened. Her dad is about 5'2". He's a little man. And he was talking cash shit on Sam. All short niggas talk like shit. And my dad said, okay, let me get this blue jean jacket. And he got the blue jean jacket. I, Sam, thought I stood up for myself. My dad, I come back home from school because her dad confronted me at the school like no we gonna put a stop to this right now you dropping that blazer and I remember cause he had a conk not a, not a conk sorry not a conk he had the one in the back whatever the conk that goes in the back is like staircase nigga did you fuck her got a pregnant did you get a pregnant I didn't get a pregnant alright there we go we'll, we'll, we'll leave that alone hold on hold on but my dad with the blue jean jacket he did what I told him blah blah's name. Oh, I know that nigga. Why do you know this? And then Why did your daddy know everybody we went to high school with. Jesus, was everybody from Alabama? I know Coach Coker was, and that was a story that you can hear on my worst holiday. <laughs> but um, he um, There's he was stories about you that I found out recently. About blah. No, no. Hold There's on. Stories about you. I found out recently through other avenues. Oh yeah. That just makes me laugh at you. It's fun. Let me tell you something, Nation. Listen to me. I'm Man, a, I'm my just, dad. I my am dad. not about to oust my boy. I'm just saying. 
I put it like this: the blue jean jacket. If I was to tell you these stories, y'all wouldn't believe me. Hold on, home. But they happened. These are from credible sources. The blue jean jacket happened. I took old girl to the movies that day. Uh-huh. And then we get to prime. This is two years later. And then snow showed up. Right. My dad has never high five me. My hands still tickle. He high five me. How the hell did you do that? Oh, nigga, shit. I high five you, nigga. Snow. Snow was the baddest one. Oh my god. Look, I love. I. I. I Everybody was. I appreciate. Like, that was a Jedi magic. How did you pull that? Because of my dad. If and then terms of fact, now she went willingly. If you, if damn. If, Right. You know somebody asked me, did you give her a kidney? What the fuck happened? Snow was there. Snow was snow. Like, snow. there was snow. And there's a, there's a photo Space album A-S-S-N-T-S. back there. There's a photo album back there with me and Snow. And we hung out all summer. And I looked at Snow and I was like, what happened? She was like, no, you just a cool dude. You just... I was like, I have been cool all my life. You just found out. Yo, shut up. Shut up, Seth. And, and then my dad did Enjoy. this. My dad was like, Going on is fruity as goddamn shit. Uh, what's that, pomegranate? <laughs> <laughs> what's the fruit that only come like uh, dragon fruit? It's only good for like two months out of the year. Oh yeah, oh, that's what snow was. Um, I can't even think of the fruit. It's drummed on the blank. It's, it's, it's a fruit that's only good for two months out of the year. And if you get it any other time, yeah, 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 it'll it kill you. Yeah, it'll kill you. Yeah. And um, like the last time I ever seen my dad that happy about. Any woman I've ever dated was Tasha. When he had a fucking mob meeting the day before our be- um before we got buried, my my dad did this. All right, we got problems with each other. Hey, this is weird. My dad is like wait, the, wait, wait. my dad is like Don Corleone shit. Oh man, but the whole thing with Snow, man, Snow was awesome. Yeah, and him seeing that. What's the name of the girl I took the prom? Oh, Belle. We have pictures. We have pictures. Oh, thick-ass Belle. We have pictures. Now. Now, here's the fucked up thing. She was fine. I don't know if you were doing this on purpose. You are not in any of these pictures. So, like, it's it's so fucked up. From where? Prom. I think I got it. No, I'm... My mom got, like, 20 of them. But... I don't know how, because... You see, because, uh, you see oh, me, Snow, Bell, and then no, nothing. I remember, no, I remember, well, if I say what I'm about to say, it's going to sound real shitty. I ain't going to say what I'm about to say. All right. But I back to my dad. I'm not in the picture. If I say what I'm about to say, it's going to sound okay, real shitty. Okay, all right. But back to my dad, man. My dad, he always gave great advice. Get on the limb. I, and quite honestly, this is why I have a podcast this is why I do some of the things I do this is why he had the mob meeting with Tasha this is why he even talked to Tasha he was there when I talked to Tasha go out on a limb that's where your fruit is Talk about the time we went out to real life and we spent half a million dollars no no we didn't we didn't we didn't get there yet remember the day I met Tasha we went over my house at the at 9-5 at 9-5 four houses down and we we caught the tail end of Kobe Bryant versus the Seattle Supersonics. And Kobe Bryant did not give a fuck that it was his, that was the last game of the franchise of the Supersonics. So, Kemp. Um, well, he was there. He was there. He wasn't playing. Kemp was gone by then. GP. That's right. Kemp had to be. You know, hold on. Let me put it like this. Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook was rookies. 
playing for the Supersonics. Oh, man, with the magic of the pause button, we are back. Going out on the limb, that's what fruit is, man. That's what he said. Um, that's what he said. Man, I don't miss my dad. Absolutely, man. Love that guy. Love him. I got one more story. Oh, you got one, one more? Hold up. Because this I is going to be a, time it is. This is gonna be a 45 it. minute part. I'm looking at you. I don't know where you got to go. Like, I know we're doing this. We're doing a social distancing thing. Sprayed you down with Lysol. We're going to clean all this up. It's not an insult. It's just, it is, it's just where we live right now. now you get down some bleach in my house. All right. But, um, you got one more? Like, Tasha, I thought Tasha had one more. She came in when you was talking about your blah blahs. I was like, all right, now look. This is before you. You don't get a shot. Hold on one second. Hey, Tasha. You got one more in you? No, I think I'm good. All right, well, she. She she told her, her once at the my dad's fucking die color your own meeting. He was just like, "Look, I'm getting married the oh. next day. I'm getting married the next day to my wife that I love." My dad did this. Hey, look. He looked at me. If you need to get out of the state. We got you. <laughs> if you need to get up out of here, Helican, I wouldn't go to Helican. Like I said, Helican, and I'm being funny, but Helican is the size of my living room. It's a very small town where my dad was growing up. He is the mayor of Helican, Alabama. If it's that small, ain't no GPS there, there. There's a sign. I'll show you the picture. Um, But my dad is the mayor of Helican, Alabama. And he will forever be the mayor of Hel- Actually, that's the name of the podcast. Mayor of Helican, Alabama. Because if you can find Helican, Alabama, you better than me. God, without assistance. Because I have driven past Helican, Alabama so many times in my life. Where I was like, oh shit, I didn't know. I, I, I said a story about your daddy. This is the last one I'm going to tell you. Okay, okay. Because God, now that I'm thinking... As far as advice and just memorable memories, man, it's so many of those. Good job. We'd be here all day. Yeah, and I don't think now that you or I have enough liquor to keep on going all day. I'm what? I'm willing to try it. I'm willing to try it. Coronavirus, uh, I should do tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> Go ahead. This is probably the yeah. This is the best advice. This second one was the don't fall in the water. <laughs> that's the best. Going a little. That's where your fruit is. No. I think that's number one. No, I got no, look, whatever you do. Me. Turn it up as high as it go. We hear this one out. Yeah. You, okay. And then you get as far as your daddy and our concern. I got you. One. I got you. Listen to what I say. You might find out, nigga. This probably is some of the best advice you can Okay. When he came to the church, which one? My church. Okay. First came there. No, no. First off, if I say that to her, he said, "That's the first, the first time your daddy heard me saying he he fell out of the chair and did a flip." He was just like, "How did you he do just, that? You, you could. I've seen you. You ain't saying nothing. You just. I never forget that. Okay, so that's just something to bring up. Yeah, you had to be there to see that. That was more James. When I, I, I was, your mama asked me to sing. It was some like hymn, he missed out. It was a hymnal. It was yeah. a whole. Baptist Kojic type Yo real talk I found that book It's a book of hymns That He researched After you sung that And it's at the house Never forget it I sang that song And this was at the new house Yeah that's what I'm saying The book is there 
And I sang that song. I was, your mom asked me to sing something. I can't. I, I, I can tell you the song. How did that song go? Hold on. Just a closer walk with thee. No, that wasn't it. Yeah, it was. No, it wasn't. Hold on. No, it wasn't. It was one of them. I would remember that one. Hold on. That's it. It was one of them. when your mom asked me to sing. It was something. Not, no, no. It was the one he asked you to sing. No. It, no. Because we was talking about something. You brought up. Brandy can sing a little bit. I, I remember this kind of Yeah, yeah, yeah. You said Brandy can sing a little bit. That song is sticking out for and me your mama for some said, reason. Some reason. Just Brandy, close to walk with me. I said, I sing in church. And then she asked me to What was the name of that song? I keep on wanting to say I won't complain, but that's not what I that, really that, that believe it's close to walk. No, I really believe no, it is. That wasn't it. It's gonna come to me in the most inopportune time. I okay. It'll, it'll probably come to me. And that's now. fair. Like three in the morning or something is gonna come to you. It's about to bother. I'm, I'm getting kind of upset right now. Yeah. Anyway, I got through singing that song, and your daddy, your daddy, the front was flipped out that chair. And where did this? I never forget it. Where did that come from? I never forget it. Here it is, however. Best advice your daddy gave me. In my opinion, the best advice. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. Take a shot, man. It, it's a rough one. This ain't like Margo where we could take breaks and we have like testimonials. My dad didn't give us podcast content. No. Best advice your daddy gave me. He came to the church, hear me speaking. I never forget it. Never forget it. Never forget this. And it's funny because I, a lot of pastors have said the same advice. Your daddy said, but your daddy was the first one to tell me. Your mm-hmm. daddy said, you know what the best sermon is? There's no, I ain't asking you. It's what your daddy uh-uh. said. Your daddy said, you know what the best sermon is? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I'm immature at the time. I'm young in it. Okay. And I'm saying, Sermon on the Mount or Daniel the Lion's Den or... 23rd song He said no mm-hmm. He said those are good That's not the best How about getting up That is a tattoo On my brother's arm Because of the sun But but your daddy said that, It's full of circle Ain't it Your daddy said No that's not, those ain't the best sermons He said I ain't taking Nothing from the Lord Those ain't the best sermons He said And I and, and every time Every time I get ready to speak I think I, My hand to heaven I think about what your daddy told me. Mm-hmm. 2009, January 6th. I'll never forget it. Your daddy told me. He said, the best sermon to preach is your life. Mm. That's the best advice your daddy ever gave me. The best sermon to preach is your life. Because you know what that means? Can't you talk pre- about what no, you no, know. No, what that means is you preaching every day. There it is. It's not. He wasn't talking so much. Well, the way I took it is, he wasn't so talking so much about the Bible. Now, I ain't saying he ain't believe in the Bible. Didn't read the Bible. No, it's just. But if you gonna say this, you better live it. You got it. That's the best advice your daddy ever gave me. Then it was, don't fall off the boat. The oh, well, I, oh, okay. Your daddy ever gave me. He said, you know what the best sermon is. And I, I went on. I I said Daniel. I said crossing the Red Sea with Moses. I said Joshua and the Jordan. I said the the Sermon on the Mount. I talked about Apostle Paul. I talked about. I said, I, he just let me go. Yeah. He said, no, he, oh, oh. He said, all mm. those are good. He said, the best sermon you will ever preach is your life. I do. Do. All right. Every time I got ready to stand up there, every time, your daddy's voice on that is what I hear. I told, you know about my new pastor. Yeah. I told him that. I told him that I said my best friend's father told me 
the best sermon you will ever preach is the one you live. He um, said, man, that ought to be a biblical scripture. I said, ought to be. Give it time. I Give said, it time. That's the best advice your daddy ever gave me. And every, um, and every time I every time I get ready to get up and speak, that will, that that is the that that's the that's I, that's I, that's the second thing that crossed my mind right there. One of the best advice, obviously, the first thing that crossed my mind is the scripture I'm coming from. Yeah. But then your daddy's words is almost like a it's like that, and then don't fall off that boat. Yeah. I, can, I can hear his voice saying it. Don't I never forget it. Boat. I never forget it, dude. My daddy dropped me off at the airport, gave me a hug and a kiss. But for some reason, he gave me some money. And he said, "Be good, be safe." He walked off. That's it. I wasn't even through TS, uh, TSA. Yeah, I wasn't even through that. He just be good, be safe. And he got his reasons for it. My dad is yeah. very, you know, dads, right? He's he just dad, man. You know, he, you know, I'm happy. You, I'm proud of you. I'm happy you, but I don't want to see you leave, type deal. And then I, <laughs> I flew the from the boat, here to DC, from DC the to the boat. Japan. Got to the boat, put my uniform on. Shift colors get underway. Ship is out to sea. All I heard was James. Don't fall off that boat. And I swear to this day, the only reason I was never stupid enough to fall off the boat. I never later, wanted your dad. You to were here by the later. I never wanted your dad to find out I fell off the boat. Didn't I tell you? No I told you. Now it's. No, nah, I'm not taking anything away from what you said, no, but on, the on. ones that I, I think I use... No, these are all personal. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah. The ones I use on a daily yeah. basis, obviously, go out on a limb, that's where your fruit is. Oh, that's definitely up there. But that, so that, that, that that's clearly so in the top five. But one he um, taught me, and this he said it works in marriage, it works in, it works in whatever you need to work it in. Mm-hmm. It said, give your opposition... Your enemy, your whoever, give them enough rope to hang themselves. Oh, dude, yeah, absolutely. And one of the best, and I think I can close with this, because my dad taught me a lot in this night. Me and my, my mom and my dad, okay, first of all, I don't think I'm ever going to have a guy's night out like how my dad my mom used to dread my dad's guy's night out because, man, what we talked about, go out on a limb, that's where your fruit is. I remember my Uncle Larry, my Uncle Rudolph, and himself, they went out. I've seen my dad, like, like he lived and died by Jack Daniels. Not not because he's an alcoholic. This is a drink of choice. This is drink. Yeah, we get it. Jack Daniels and a Budweiser James double. James wasn't no alcoholic nation. No, but he wasn't no alcoholic. Uh, but a workaholic, yeah. Yeah, I, no, okay, no, workaholic, yeah. Not no damn alcoholic. But he know how to have a good time. So if you see a Jack Daniels in double deuce, strap in. Yeah. Because that's your evening. And that night, he was with my uncle's. And I don't know where they came from, but here's I know the result. They, um, this is 1980 something, so early 90s. So what we like six, probably. All right. So he had that. And I think Uncle Larry had a bottle of Seagram's gin. Yeah. 
Ugh. Bumpy face. Ugh. So he's already. No flavor, just straight gin. He's mixing already mm. with the double deuce and mm. slows barbecue. So. Slows. Slows barbecue. Get you down south. Mom, no, that's. What, what is it, Slows? It's right up here. It's uh, off Mata Elliott. Shit. He from down south. So, check this shit out. I never seen my dad. My dad is blitzed, but he taught me something in that encounter. Apparently, he taught me about the sweet spot. You can get so drunk that your body comes in self-preservation mode, where you are excellent. Everything you do is like a cheat code. That's just liquid confidence. Hold on, no, you you don't understand this. I've only been there twice, lifetime. I don't know if you know this. Bit of a drinker. I saw you. I've only been here twice in my life. The first time I was there, I beat the dog shit out of my boy Ike and Cornhole. Well, let's get one thing straight. No, no man, no man. Hold on, go ahead, no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. I didn't beat him. I was so drunk. I was just getting, you know, in cornhole where you just go straight in the yeah, hole. And then, yeah, I hit. I was pretty good in cornhole. I hit four fives in a row. We will find that out later. I hit four fives in a row. Yes, I'm just saying, but okay. And the second time, actually, with you. Now I think about it. We was at the butterfly. God rest butterfly was still standing. All that. Could you be being? Pooh. You a mother. Hold on. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Hold on. Wait. What? You hold on. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. I did not beat you in pool. I was just good at pool. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. No, you found a cheat code for some reason. Ain't no cheat code. Here's the cheat code. You gotta play a Johnny Cash song. It's sobering me up. I don't know why Johnny Cash sobered me up. I don't know. But I was on your team. I don't know why the hell you think I sobered up, but nigga. Hold on. But wait. When I was on your team. Pool bowl. When I was on your team. Horseshoes. At the butterfly. I was drunk as shit, and I whooped ass and pulled. Every time we was at the butterfly, we was drunk. But my whole point is, we was. I've only this is my dad. I've only hit two. I've only hit the sweet spot two times in my life. That day, my dad hit the sweet spot. Him and my uncles, they came. They was way over the limit, whatever that limit is. Back in the eighties, they was over that limit too. And they came, man. It. My mom was so pissed. Because the front seat of her car, because they took her car for some reason, Sloan's Barbecue sl- sequins gin in the station wagon all over the Just front seat. And slide on. Oh my God! It was like me and my brothers are looking at each other. Oh, Dad, gonna get it. That whole, but that whole stay in the pocket, uh, go out on the limb. That's where your fruit is. He was like, I'm already in trouble. Fuck it. Let's have fun with this. Apparently, he has been in an accident that night with my mom's car, Seagulls Gin, and by miraculously did not go to jail because they was fucked up drunk. And then that is miraculous. And then they to made not go to jail with a car accident if you that drunk. And it's all over the front seat. My mom, my mom was hot, man. Like you could feel it. To the point she was like, get out of the house. She told me and my brothers, get out of the house. Does let let her deal with her emotions, whatever. So my dad come back home, hot. 
He didn't want to go in the house because he didn't want to deal with that. He got my Uncle Larry. He got my Uncle Rudolph. He looked at us, drunk as you can be, but he hit the sweet spot where all of his shit, where he's like perfect. <laughs> this is, I know it's fucked up that I'm saying it like this, but I want to envision my dad in this way because he was perfect in this moment. He said, all right, boys. 303 basketball. Oh, your dad in that hook shot? My dad with the hook shot. My uncle, my uncle Rudolph is not a, a little dude. My uncle Rudolph, you kind of forget how, how big of a dude he is. My uncle Rudolph is like 6'5", just by himself. Yeah. D1 basketball player. I didn't play that game, but Richard told me. Hold on. That's when I came. To yeah, house. he was over Dare's house. You know, Dare's so right Dare's next door. Yeah. Dare, they're watching Dare this right in the center. So me and my brothers, we play near in the center. And my uncle Larry, my uncle Larry. Now here's where it gets interesting. Even more, even more interesting. My uncle Larry, um, he fought in the war. We don't know what war, but he lost not. I have no idea what war it was. How old is he? You could pick. Korea, based on his age, is either the Korean War, the Gulf War, and, and the Gulf War Two. We doesn't start. We don't know. At the end of all three of those, he only has his right eye. Mm-hmm. My dad, adamant. You want to be a man? Come on. Oh, you doing a flare? Not a flare. <laughs> but he said, "Come on." All right. He's I, I raise men. You get money off these, don't you? Huh? You get money off these, don't you? Yeah. Okay. He was like, I raise men. So me and my brothers, we like, we ain't no punks. 90s, late 80s. Let's play. Nigga, it's the late 80s. You ain't. You I got to be 6, 7, 8. No. 85. I don't seven, know. Eight. Yeah, 8. Somewhere that's that's no. as far as it goes. That's no. as far as it's gonna go. 85, 86, 87, yeah. 88, 89. We went past that because my brothers were still in school. We went past so that. You seven. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's stay there. Not about me. Come my on, dad. Come on, come on. My dad was fucking Steph Curry, drunk as shit. He's throwing sides up, and they're doing plays. <laughs> They whooped our ass in basketball. Now, here's the crazy thing about Marco Larry. He stayed in three-point land. My whole, since I was the youngest, just guard Larry in three-point land because he, uh, he's a little bit smaller. But I can't stress this enough, has one eye. So that means my Uncle Larry has no depth perception. Do this while I'm talking to you right now. He did that day. Close one eye. Just close one eye and look around the room. Everything that's his life. What you just did is two D. So if he shot a shot, he saw what he wanted to see that day. Good every goddamn three pointer. Good, good. No depth perception. Like me and you, we looked at each other. I'm looking at you. I've been drinking all night. You are in three D. Meaning, there's contour to what you are. If I reached out to touch you, which I'm not because of social distancing, I understand where I could go. His shit looks like a goddamn drawing on a piece of paper. Good every time. My uncle, my uncle Rudolph, 
who's 6'5", just back you down the driveway. Skyhook. And my dad, Skyhook, he's... I've never seen my dad play basketball better that day or since. He's doing Steph Curry moves, still of the ball. And to even throw it in our face, because I didn't realize this, what they were saying to each other, until like I got older. They were singing. If you if you old enough to remember this and you listen to this podcast, you know, salute to you. This is back when liquor companies could advertise on the radio and they had songs. So him, my uncle Larry, and my uncle Rudolph are singing the theme to Seagram's Gin. They used to have wine coolers. It was Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers. It's wet and it's dry. Golden Wine Coolers. My, 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 my. You know, you know what's even more fucked up about this? That I don't remember that and you do, which means one of us got a problem. Hold on. All right. First of all, I'm a bit of a drink. I said that to start this podcast. But I will say this. You know what's even more fucked up about that? You know the actor Bruce Willis? Yeah, that hurt. That's where he got to start. If you type in Seagram's Golden Wine Coolers in Google, you will see that commercial with a young, head full of hair, Bruce Willis. Lord have mercy. That hard came out in what, 92? Straight, just bumpy face with the. Seagram. I remember just straight bumpy face with Hold on. Can, the can name. I pull that up? Seagram's Golden Wack. They are whooping our ass in basketball. That almost sounded like, like the name of that Gene song that came out. Uh, I can't think of it right now. Still, it did come to Yo, like I typed it in. Seagram's Golden Wack Coolers. Look at this, Bruce Willis. Why I play this? Like, I'm. T- How old is that commercial that you're looking at in the phone? This is got to be 80s. Or, 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 like, nine, 1990. He's taking his ass off. <laughs> <laughs> look at that head of hair. Look at, look at all of that. What you looking at right it's now? Even the dog is singing. <laughs> they whooped our ass in basketball. It's wet and dry. It's wet and it's dry. It's like, possible with liquor. And Slow's Barbecue, all of that. But so And my mom, hold on, wait, wait. Just to show, just show when my dad, one of the best lessons he taught me inadvertently, sit in the pocket. If you're going to be in trouble, be in trouble. Yeah. So sit in the pocket. They got to an accident. They drunk. The entire front seat is just damaged with barbecue. But they took their victory because they beat three children in basketball. And they high five and like they won the goddamn NBA championship. Did they win? There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. And they on, they on the side of the house. Seagram. Go to white coolers. <laughs> Probably played y'all when they was drunk. And they they played while I was drunk. And they taught me about the sweet spot. Doing 
Carmelone files. Now this is yo real talk. This is Saturday, Sunday morning. Now here go the cool thing about my dad. Sunday morning, my dad, I only assume, had the hangover of a lifetime. He mixing. He had barbecue. I have absolutely no idea how my uncle Rudolph and Uncle Larry got home. We still made it to church 10 a.m. Sunday morning. Of course. My that was back in the day when people respected church. And my dad looked at my mom. You mom, were sober up enough yo, to go to church. My mom looked back at my dad. Day. Yo, if looks could kill, I wouldn't have a dad. We wouldn't be having this podcast. My mom was on that back porch. Whatever. whatever. Like I said, looks could kill. He sober up, so he cleared an accident, being drunk, made up with his wife. He didn't come back to us about basketball, but whatever. Yeah. That Sunday morning, and I looked at my dad that Sunday afternoon, probably, I only assumed the hangover had to be something else. He was like, I love my father. That's all he said. I love my family. They then, that Monday, a wrecker came and took the goddamn <laughs> station wagon. They got it fixed at Bankers Collision. Now, if you know what that is, you've been in Detroit longer than I have. Bankers Collision, right up Seven Mile. They fixed the car, brought it back. Is that damn near West End? No, that is east side to his heart. That's seven mile. No, 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 no. Seven no, mile no. past Heller. No, no. Seven mile no, past no, no, seven. No, no, no. Sup, no, no. Z.I.? Wait a second. Like, wait a second. Now. I want, I want to throw that out. Seven and Heller. No, no. Seven and Heller, man. No, no. no, no. I ain't saying you're wrong. I'm just saying. Uh, Mid nineties. Sup, Z.I.? No. Seven and Heller. No, what I'm saying is, is that um, in the area they had good barbecue. Oh, that that came with, that just came. That came with the oil change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that, that came what, with it. That ain't what I'm saying. I'm talking, I, <laughs> that came with it, but no, that did happen. There was a barbecue spot over there that I'm, that I'm thinking about. I can't just, I can't think of the name. That's all it, is. it wasn't slows. Like here's the deal with slows. It wasn't slows because you had to go. Oh fuck! This is like the third Mount Elliott reference I made tonight, but. Slows us off Paul Elliott. Now think about it. I'm starting those a better room, my dad. But as you go on and as you sit down and as you have the the memories of my dad Like and I'm I'm so sure there's more stories. I got more stories. I'm sure my family from down south got more stories. Try not to get super emotional. That is my dad. I lost my mom earlier this year, and we cried all through that podcast. Trying to keep it together with my dad, and with my dad, he gonna be missed. And I think one of the greatest lessons he ever taught me, I'm not necessarily gonna realize for a while. God love your wife. I only assume 
God called him home because he requested it. He wanted to be with his wife, my mom. Those two are going to shape my life in ways I can never imagine. I talk about this. I get on this podcast. We have fun every week. But 70 days, give or take a few, is what I what he lasted without my mom. He loved his wife. And I want that to be a lesson to anyone under the sound of my voice is this. When you with people and when you and I'm not trying to be a downer, but when you with people and you around people, let them know that you love them. Because my dad lasted 70 days without his day one, without his wife, without Bonnie to his client, whatever analogy you want to give. And it hurt because I'm being selfish because I'm going to miss my mom and I'm going to miss my dad but he looked at us and said we got our families we got our shit together we got everything all of his teachings is coming to life so now that his teachings is coming to life it's quote unquote okay for him to pursue his and that's been with his wife now I never thought I'd be looking at this on some life and death situation but at the end of the day after 46 years what what do you have what what else do you have now you can sit here you can talk about whatever it is you can talk about heaven you can talk about earth you can talk about whatever he want to be with her I sit here and I'm looking at pictures and I look at and I and I think about stuff. It ain't no him without her and vice versa. I get it. Some people Some people are here for a season. And when they're here for a season, they are going to go out on a limb because that's where your fruit is. They're gonna turn it up as high as it go. They gonna do their thing because that's how they known to be. But sometimes you get a different caller. Nah, one thing I, I'm giving a lot of shout outs to the Act Accordingly podcast because we gonna do the crossover shit. And they said like, well, we understand why Sam ain't talking, whatever. Look, let me let me let me correct them. This is the only thing I don't correct with Bash and Z. If I Sam. McLean, don't talk. It's some big shit that's hitting me. I am a bona fide Hall of Famer shit talker. I'm my gold jacket is coming in the mail. But Bash and Z was right. I didn't want to talk. The reason I don't want to talk is because I don't want to disperse the name of what's happening right now in 2020 being what it is. I got Tasha here. She going to do whatever. The podcast is whatever it is. But 
I'm learning more lessons that I think I can ever do. I love my mom. But I also love my dad for instilling those things in me. So since I'm here, this is a tribute to my dad. There's a shit ton of more stories. I only invite you to listen to this podcast because more stories are going to come out. We sitting here. We got Jack Daniels. We got the double deuce of Budweiser because it's cute. That's how my dad wrote. Somewhere in this house, there is Seagram's Gin. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to sing singles. Go to wire coolers if my wife doesn't understand what it is or whatever it is. I hope so. But if she doesn't, I'll, I'll gladly tell her. This is the podcast. This is what it is. Well, my dad lived a great life. He's the mayor of Hella Canal, Alabama. And by being the mayor of Hella Canal, Alabama, sometimes you just got to take what you take and you got to leave your mark on the world. And he left his mark on me. This is the best tribute I can give my dad. A.K.A. the Mayor of Helicon, Alabama. A.K.A. the only guest I can never get on this podcast. I get Beyonce before I get my dad. Because my dad saw this podcast. It's just, it's fun. And it is. A.K.A. Peace Shooter on CB Radio. If you know what that is, cool. If you don't, Google it. So, I'll close out this podcast. Ooh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to close out this podcast with a little, a little taste. A little taste. Because my dad was down with football. I sat down and I watched the entire 2019 season with him. And if it wasn't for him, I watched the um, two bowl over his house. I don't do this. <clears throat> I lost my title as champion of our fantasy football league, put together by my wife. My wife said this is a great way for us to stay together. Whatever together is, and whatever. My parents wasn't a part of this, but. It was a thing. I'm going to have some audio. My dad giving me probably the worst pep talk known to man. Of losing my championship title. And when he does, I am I am going to play this. Because one of the things he said was like, you can't win them all. I'm like, shit, I did what I did. I'll end his podcast with that. Because my dad gave me wisdom in that. I have no idea how the next couple of days going to go. We we take it day by day. Love my dad. A.K.A. the mayor of Helican, Alabama. We'll end it with that audio. I want to thank all the people who called in. 
Everything related to the podcast can be found at samshownation.com. Uh, current promotions page. Uh, Facebook and Instagram. Just talking with Sam, no G and talking. No G and talk. Uh, just talking with Sam, no G and talking at gmail.com. Back on this podcast shit. And, um, we're gonna miss my dad. My mom and my dad. 2020. It hurt. But I want y'all to remember something. Go out on the limb. Because that's what a fruit is. And something my dad taught me. And something that I think I'm going to use forever. Turn up as high as it can go. Turn up whatever your whatever your turn up is. Turn up as high as it can go. Some good come out of it, cool. If some not so good come out of it, cool. Deal with it. Love my mom. Love my dad. Hurts like a song, bitch, but um that's how this podcast gonna roll. See you guys later. All things samshownation.com. Peace out. Right, you know, I said, We all, we, we no, all, you, I said, you, now you, now you low. I said, Hey, <laughs> you gotta start at the beginning because I'm recording. You gotta start at the beginning. <laughs> I said, suck, suck it up. Let somebody else win sometime. You can't win. All, I said, yeah. And he was like, mm-hmm. You can't win all the time. <laughs> How many times you win? Now wait a second. <laughs> you, you said you had to do what now for Sam? You had to. Uh, okay, <laughs> now, now, yo, 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 no, you got. You got. Come on, you, you got to tell me video. this. You got to tell me this. I said. What did you say? Okay, let somebody else win. I mean, suck it up. You know did, what I mean? Let somebody you? else win. I mean, you had your bragging right. I mean, let somebody else have their bragging right. Did you what say you had to counsel this man? <laughs> you said you had to counsel well, this I, man. That's what I call it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Why? what I call what, it. What was he doing? I mean, like, he, he, for real. He, oh, he, he, <laughs> oh, my God. He was crying for real. <laughs> he, he, yeah, he was pretty much good morning. Really. He raised yeah. it. Oh, my God. No, I am not. I refuse. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but that's just, that's enough. He want, he want to win all the doggone time. Shelton said the same thing. I told Shelton about it. Oh, come on. Come Shelton on. Who oh, good? <laughs>